Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Utah's source for exclusive access and insights behind the news. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome, everyone, to Inside Sources. Great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. And as always, a lot of ground to cover in the fastest 60 minutes of radio. We're going to help you divide the rage from the reason, especially on a day where there's a lot of rage raging. Uh, Things are continuing to move forward. Uh, We're watching right now as we speak. The Senate is convening. The uh, trial, the impeachment trial, is uh, underway. Justice John Roberts has taken his seat to preside. They've uh, had a an opening invocation from Chaplain Barry Black. Uh, the Sergeant at Arms is giving his official "Hear ye, hear ye, be silent" uh, on pain of imprisonment. And so, the uh, last day of the arguments from President Trump's legal team uh, is today. I understand that they will probably not take the full allotment of 24 hours. They'll probably finish up uh, early in the evening tonight. And then that will trigger the the next round. And the next round will be uh, questioning from both sides. And those questions uh, are, are a little different. Remember, in the, in the House hearings, you sort of had the three-ring circus going on with each member of Congress having five minutes, most of them making just long statements trying to get their social media moment. Uh, that is not how it works in the Senate in an impeachment trial. These will be written questions that will be submitted to the chief justice who will then ask the question, uh, and then the responses will go from there. There's 16 hours uh, dedicated for that, so that will take most of the day, Wednesday and Thursday. And then, of course, a lot of what the rage is about today is the issue of witnesses uh, and how that's going to continue to uh, play. Uh, we know that Utah's Senator, Senator Mitt Romney uh, weighed in today. He also had Senator Mike Lee weighing in with Dave and Deb uh, just a, a few moments ago. And a lot of people are going back and forth in terms of what this is, what this means, why this matters. And there's a lot of process pieces to this. And uh, there are a few things that we need to really think through as we try to slow down the news and really help the news, uh, help us make the news make sense. And that's uh, what we're going to try to do over the next hour today. Uh, but they are live and at it. Uh, Trump's, uh, President Trump's legal team uh, is continuing their opening arguments. This is their last day. And so we'll see if anything interesting comes out of that. Uh, we'll continue to monitor that right here on KSL News Radio throughout the day today. So let's start with uh, where a lot of the day began for many people, uh, which is uh, Senator Mitt Romney, as he continues to lean more and more towards having John Bolton as a potential witness. And this morning he said this. Um, I've said for some time that I hope to be able to hear from John Bolton. 
I think with a story that came out uh, yesterday, it's increasingly apparent that it would be important to hear from John Bolton. Uh, I, I, of course, will make a final decision on witnesses after we've heard from not only the prosecution but also the defense. But I think at this stage it's pretty fair to say that uh, John Bolton has a, a relevant uh, testimony to provide to those of us who are sitting in impartial justice. Okay, so that's Senator Mitt Romney. And I think it's important for us to keep in context, this is really nothing new from Senator Romney. He has not really changed his position since before this trial began uh, in saying, well, we, we might need more witnesses. We might want to hear from witnesses. Uh, and so there's, there's really nothing new there. Uh, I think another thing that's important for everyone to keep in mind is that a lot of what's going on is not what's taking place on the floor of the Senate uh, because you on both sides of the aisle, people are really locked in. And while most of the national media coverage has been on this idea that the Republicans aren't budging, that they're not being impartial jurors and judges, uh, that they've already made up their mind. But there's been very few questions asked of the Democrats. Have any of the Democrats had an open mind? Have any of them uh, changed their opinion based on evidence that's being presented or counter arguments that are being made on the floor of the Senate? So uh, to me, if you're going to ask one side of the aisle, uh, are you going to keep an open mind? Uh, Then you have to ask the other. Are you keeping an open mind? And I don't think you've seen that on either side. And again, that's not that's not good for the, the process piece of the puzzle. And as we look at this idea of witnesses, I want to break this down just a little bit further because you you have some members on the Republican side who are now saying, well, if we have testimony from someone like a John Bolton, then surely we should call uh, Joe Biden or uh, his son, Hunter Biden, uh, to be witnesses. And then they let, rattle off a host of others who, who might be interesting. And so then it becomes this uh, big debate as to how many witnesses, who are the witnesses that matter, and why. And we're going to get to the why question in just a minute. Uh, But when one uh, reporter raised the idea of one of the Bidens or both of the Bidens uh, testifying in this trial, uh, here's what uh, the minority leader, Chuck Schumer, said. Another response we've heard is that Senate Republicans and the president lawyers may respond to our request for relevant witnesses with a request for Hunter Biden to testify. Of course, what can Hunter Biden tell us about the president's Congress with the conduct with Ukraine? What can Hunter Biden tell us about the president's obstruction of Congress? Nothing, obviously. All right, that's uh, Minority Leader Chuck Schumer. So he's saying, well, no, that's ridiculous to have the Bidens. There's no, there's no there there. Uh, and so he's he's making that case. And so as you go back and forth and you look at those arguments, the, the thing you have to step back and say is, is to what end are the witnesses being called? Uh, the Republicans have made the case that, hey, the House didn't do their job, and so it's not up to us to call the witnesses. They should have gone through that process. Uh, but we have, to, we have to sort of think again. We've got to step back a little bit from all of the politics of this uh, and all the partisanship of this. And really get to what is the purpose? What would the purpose be of witnesses at this point uh, in this process as it relates to impeachment? Uh, because if we can't get there, uh, then then we're really not moving the needle on anything that that ultimately matters. Uh, and so that's the test. So the the first question that we really need to be asking ourselves as it relates uh, to these witnesses, John Bolton in particular, uh, and that is: is there or are there? any material facts in the case 
uh, that need to to come to light? In other words, is there anything is there anything that John Bolton or anyone else might say that's going to change the facts necessary to determine guilt or innocence of the president? Material facts. Let's get to the material facts. Uh, I think it's also important to keep in mind that if if John Bolton is called, uh, I think it will be weeks, if not months, uh, of litigation, uh, back and forth. Uh, this will be a very long, very drawn out process. And so, again, is that is that good for the president? Is that good for the Democrats? Is that good for the Democratic candidates running for president? Uh, there's a host of questions there that we that nobody's really asking today that we all need to really think through. Uh, and so in the end, here's here's one thing that I think we do have to think about. So let's say that John Bolton does testify. Uh, I think the, the biggest worry there is that it would absolutely eviscerate executive privilege in a way that could actually make the country less, less safe. And this is what I mean by that. And again, I don't care if you love President Trump, hate President Trump, think he should be impeached, think he should stay for another term. Uh, it doesn't matter. We've got to look to the future. Uh, this is a long-term view. We have to get to the long-term view. But if John Bolton does testify, then you're going to have all future presidents are really going to question how freely can they really talk to people? Can they really have open and honest dialogue with their own top advisors? or even their top national security personnel. Because if a, if a president of either political party can't do that, if they can't have that kind of conversation with their national security advisor, their senior leaders and staff, uh, without threat of being subpoenaed or without having that go to Congress, and if they don't give it to Congress, and if Congress is the opposing side, then they're going to say you've obstructed Congress and now we're going to impeach you. Uh, now we've entered in, into a whole new territory which I think, again, we really have to, to think through. Uh, my guess is, in the end, uh, it, it will be interesting to see how this all plays out on Friday, I think is when it is going to really bubble up. My guess is it's going to be 50-50. Uh, maybe there's a chance uh, over the next 48 hours where a few people will move one way or the other uh, and we'll either end up with these, these witnesses or not. But I, I think the important thing is, are we asking the right question? Is there material content? And how does this impact the presidency, the office of the presidency over the long term? All right, we're going to go ahead and step aside. When we come back, uh, my interview uh, with uh, someone you want to hear from. It was a really interesting conversation in Davos, Switzerland, with all the top business executives from around the world. You don't want to miss this on KSL News Radio. We'll be right back. 